It's lunchtime at Tim Hortons, and we're serving up a special deal just for you. Our new $5.99 lunch deal includes your choice of any lunch sandwich and a side of crunchy kettle chips. Because what's lunch without a little crunch? And the sandwich choice is all yours. Like a ham and Swiss, Chipotle chicken wrap, BLT, and more. Made to order just the way you like it. Tim Hortons' new lunch deal. Simple, delicious, and just $5.99. Now that's a good deal. Only at your neighborhood Tim's. U.S. only. Price and participation vary. Terms apply. Nottingham Forest 2, Bournemouth 3. Same result as last year. Eruption. Good morning, evening or night. I hope you guys are well and welcome to the player ratings as it finished Forest 2, Bournemouth 3. Or should I say Forest 2. Um, forgot his name now. Robert Jones 7. Because that's what it was. Look, I don't like moaning about freaking refs. I also didn't like when Cooper moaned about refs. But that for me is single-handedly the worst refereeing decision i have seen not just this season but it goes back some to find something that bad it was horrific i i don't get it i don't get how he sees a clean tackle as a yellow card if anything bolly was the one who was fouled it is absolute corruption complete corruption for me and i just i i have no words for that ref i really don't I really don't. But if we look at the performance, it's, look, it's early days. I'll keep saying two training sessions. Yeah, he's not going to change the world from a 1-13 in 13 loss. Still now a 1-14 in 14 loss, technically. But there were so many good signs there. The fight from the players. The, the tactical substitutions as well from Nuno were, I thought, brilliant. I thought the way he put Morgan Gibbs-White into the eight at halftime, 10 men down, he was like, he wasn't like, no, nah, I'm just going to sit back and take this. It's like, we're going to go for it. And what happens? We score straight away with a lovely goal and well worked from Chris Wood. Chris Wood playing that Jimenez role really well today, in my opinion. Putting in Elanga, who still frustrated me, to be honest, but his finish was sublime, slotted in with his left foot. And then we still have the same issues, man. We can't clear crosses far enough. We can't defend crosses and we can't hold a lead more than two minutes it is just it's like fifa man kickoff boosts left right and center but even then when we went two one down again two crosses coming in it is what it is right i felt i didn't see how we were going to get back into the game i didn't feel like we could get back in the game maybe because i've been so conditioned so conditioned to what we've been used to and then fair play to the set piece coach i mean he kept morgan gibbs white on there and finally, we saw him clear the first man. And then finally, saw Wood meet the ball with a header. And in it went. And then the cross again. The cross just last minute is just, it's just unreal. It's unreal. And that goddamn Solanke, him and Billing, I just hate them, man. I just really do hate them. But I hate that ref way, way more. Anyway, let's get into the player ratings, ladies and gents. Um, it's, it is what it is. There's 300 odd of you in here and 23 likes. Let's start before we do the player ratings. Get those likes up. Make sure you've hit that like. Come on, guys. You can, you can do better than 50 likes. Subscribe if you're new. 
199 from Max. Wolfie, mate, we should have lost. You were robbed hard. It's fair play to you, Max. You've been objective this whole match. I, I respect you for that. Thank you so much for the 199, bud. And let's get into these player ratings. Um, we're going to have to start with the keeper. Like There was a couple of question marks I had with... Oh, hold on, let me just get the pictures up. Let's get the pictures up. There we go. There was a couple of question marks I had with with the lineup. In fact, if we talk about the lineup... Oh, crap, I haven't even got the right lineup. Uh, so organized. Two sex, two sex. Two sex, let's get this lineup right. Look, with Matt Turner, I'm not convinced on him, nor am I convinced on... Um, on Vlacodemus. I'm not convinced on either, right? But he he just he just does some good saves and he does some crap ones. I haven't watched the goals back. So I can't I can't for sure say if he was at fault or if he was not. The third one, he got his hand to it. He's probably got to be doing better than that. And and for me, I'm not convinced is all I can say about him. I'm giving him a 3 out of 10. He's conceded three goals. It's a 3 out of 10 for me, for Matt Turner. Um, let's get that up there. Where have you guys gone? Is it harsh? I don't know. I don't know. But it's a 3 out of 10. You guys have gone a 4.1 out of 10. Get those votes coming in. It's live. It counts. I don't think it's harsh. I don't think it's harsh. I don't. Because I think he could have saved the third goal. The other thing that really frustrates me about him is that he's so slow at releasing the ball back into play. He takes too long to release it. And for me, it slows our game style down. And I don't like that. I don't like that at all. And that's what annoys me about him. So I'm, I'm going to be harsh and give him a three. Whatever. If you guys disagree, let me know in the comments down below. I mean, you can't all be disagreeing with you. You've only gone one up on what I did. It's not harsh, slow distribution and poor decision-making, says Maddie. Unfortunately, Bournemouth are our bogey team, says Adam. We never beat them. Yeah, never with a ref like that, though. Henderson used to lay down a lot on the treatment table, too, says Keith. Whole team was poor yet again, says 1865. I don't think I actually agree with that, but you are all entitled, of course, to your opinions. Okay, let's talk about Nico Williams. And I think what... um. What Nuno's going to quickly realize is that Nico Williams is not a right back. He is a right wing back, or in my opinion, probably a midfielder. Um, I just, I just don't feel like defensively he's strong enough in a four. I don't think so. And I think he could have made some better clearances, especially on, was it their first goal or was it their second goal? Whatever it was, where he basically headed it back to them. I like him, and I think he's developed on this year. But he's he's got to he's got to be stronger in defense. He's too easy to get off the ball. Too many times, too many times, the ball was whipped cross field into um what's his name Dango, and they were kind of targeting that that side for him. I I'm not saying he was bad, but I'm saying he's not being played in position, right? So I'm gonna give him a five out of ten for me. Five out of ten. Get that up. You know, I thought Nick had a good game. Seven for you, says Brett. Seven from Jonathan as well. I thought Williams was all right today. I did panic when I saw him at right back. 
Ain't no Tuffalo should be starting fullback, says Matty. Um, let's see what you went. You guys went 6.4 collectively on on him. I, I don't I didn't see that today, I'll be honest with you. I didn't see it. I saw more of a five performance, but we all see things how we see them. 6.4 from you guys. Let's get those scores up on the board. And then let's move on and talk about Willie Bollywood, man. But for me, for me, look, we can sit here and talk about how how much of a screw job that was, right? And we can all agree on it. The problem I've got is he was he was definitely, definitely should have been booked for the first one. Definitely should have been booked for the first one. There's no two ways about that. He was behind the ball. He had to push off. I think it was Solanke that went through. But outside of that, I thought his his reading of the play wasn't helping us because every time he got the ball, he was just punting it upfield. He was punting it upfield. And it was ruining the rhythm of our game. And look, if you're going to take your forest goggles off for a second, right? Getting booked that early in the game, he is going to be walking a tightrope. It was never, ever, ever even a free kick, let alone a second yellow card. Yeah. But you give a corrupt ref a reason, a reason to, to, um, to send you off and he's going to do it. So look, for me, for me, Willie Bolly was poor today. I'm, I'm going to give him a four out of 10, a four out of 10. I don't think the center backs were that great today. I'll be honest with you. We're too weak on the crosses. All of them. All of them. Too weak on the crosses. You guys have gone 6.2 for Bolly. Is that sympathy for um for what happened? Or or do you genuinely think it was that? I don't know. Get your scores in the chat. Uh very angry now. Sick of losing games, says 1865. Miserable game, says Brinley. Straight red, says Jonathan. Red things like better under high pressure with our lackluster defense. Well played ref, says Ant the Hat. Turner minus two, says Sai. This team isn't Premier League level. I blame Cooper, but now I see it's the players. This is 1865. VAR corrupt, says Jonathan. All right, let's get your scores up. I don't know how you got to 6.2 on Bolly. I'm not going to lie to you guys. 6.2 seems quite high, but whatever. Anyway. Uh, Dean says 6.2 for Bolly and 6.4 for Nico makes no sense. Not what you agreeing with that. I, not for me. Not for me. Anyway, let's keep going. Let's keep going. Who's next? Murillo. <laughs> I'm going to sound like I'm being quite negative at the moment, but I'm just looking at them as individual performances. I, I didn't think he was that great today. I'll be honest with you, man. His, his, sec, his header for the, was it the second one? He just got no distance on it. That was under no duress either. He should be clearing it better. There's a couple of times where his quick feet kind of saved him. Um, but he's still young. He's still young. I just, I don't know. Yeah, I, I agree with Phil. The word clumsy, a bit clumsy today. A bit clumsy for me. Um, I, I think, again, he's about a four out of ten. That, the biggest mistake for me was the, um, the header. The header should have got more distance on it, but didn't. I'm sorry, I love him still, but Marilla, I'm giving you a 4 out of 10, bro. You guys gave him a 5.2. I, I don't know, maybe, maybe not. I don't know. You lot, you, lot, you lot vote how you want. How did you vote individually? Let me know in the chat. 
5.5 for Murillo. Should have passed the ball through late on. Um, Murillo is 0, says 1865. Let's just get your scores on here. Uh, what did you guys go? 5.1. Right, let's get that up. Okay. Four is harsh. 5.5. It's only one point difference, Phil. It's not that harsh. Maybe a four needs to be a bit better, says Brinley. Murillo was too far out when defending crosses and free kicks. Uh, and the other thing was, when, like, that third goal, like, where was the pressure on any of the players from it? Seriously, man. It was like, they just give them free headers, and that, for me, is completely infuriating. But it will come as Nuno gets a bit more time spent with the players. He will sort them all out. All right, let's move on to Tuffalo. Is it Tuffalo next? Tuffalo is okay, man. He did one amazing back clearance. <laughs> he went down shot like a sniper. Uh, why have I got that MGW score there? I've messed that up, haven't I? Oh, well, hold on. Uh, there we go. We need the 5.1 there. Let's just get that up. Tuffalo is all right, man. Tuffalo has been decent for me. Um, I didn't have anything too much to complain about him, to be honest, today. Uh, I'm going to give him a 6 out of 10. Um, he still seems to be the most one of the most improved players this season. Can play left back. He looked okay left back or left wing back for me. I think he's a, he's a safe 6 for me. Um, you guys went 6.2. Okay, we're coming back into more alignment here, which is good. Which is good. So, 6 for me from Tuffalo. What did you guys do? You went 6.2. Two, which is exactly what you scored him in the last match. Okay, let's get into the midfield and let's talk about Ryan Yates. Uh, there he is. Okay, Yates, a little bit too clumsy for me. Sometimes he was like overdoing going into the challenges, but he was fighting quite hard in that midfield. And I don't really think we got too overpowered in that midfield. Um, his work ethic, I thought, was really good. And, you know, he... I I think it was okay, that pairing. I, I think it was okay, that pairing, him and Mangala. Um, I think it looked even better when MGW dropped in there with Yates. I just, I just want him not to have to go 100 miles per hour into tackles that are not necessary. Sometimes you're actually better off just holding the player up to allow the rest of the team back into the shape. Um, yeah, do you know what I mean? But there's too many times where he kind of, sometimes he went through in between the tunnel of the player and the ball and missed them both. He's not going to be in the team long-term. I think you can see that being a Mangala-Sangare combination. But overall, not too many complaints about Yates. Probably like a six for me, to be honest, on Ryan Yates. So I'm going to give him a six. You guys were 5.94. Very accurate indeed from you guys. So let's uh, get these scores up on the board. I still, I'll be honest with you. I know it upsets a few people, but I don't see him being the long-term plan. I think with, um, uh, with what's his face? Sangare injured. We're probably as soon as he's back fit, going to see that tagging happening. Uh, there's no way Maranakis is going to allow Sangare not to be in the team. Anyway, let's move on to Mangala. Um, Mangala, Mangala. Oh, it was okay. Another Mangala-style performance. 
Now, he, he never like over does anything that makes you go wow and never does anything that makes you think what are you doing bro so it's kind of just you get a solid performance i think he's about six for me um but he's always a six seven eight out of ten you know yeah he does do quite a bit of sideways passing it's what what i'll say with mangala I don't know if this will be an unpopular opinion, but when Morgan Gibbs-White came into his position, I did feel we saw more in that midfield um, than Mangala. I feel like Mangala and Yates end up being destructors and not progressors of the ball. So it's fine to have one of them, but when you got two of them, it may be too defensive because you never see Mangala and you won't see it under Nuno breaking past those lines, etc. But, I'll, I'll I'll give him a six. I'll give him a six out of ten. Um, for me, Mangala, you guys went five point eight. Basically the same there. Um, so I think that's a fair score. I think that's a fair score. So let me get these scores up on the board. Uh, what did I just say? A six, didn't I? Yeah, six out of ten. And you guys, let's put this up for the latecomers. You guys went five point eight out of ten. Okay, and then let's move into Morgan Gibbs-White. So, for me, Morgan Gibbs-White, you almost have to assess the game in two for him. Let's just get his picture up on the screen for you guys. I didn't think he was doing anything great in that first half. But when he got put into that um, Nuno position, where I've told you guys all week is where Nuno has played him before, in that eight, that like advanced eight, if you like, I think he was brilliant. And I think probably if you were to just isolate the last 25 minutes of the game until it looks like his calf went, I think he would have been an eight, eight and a half. First half, probably a six. So what does that bring us? Brings us to like a seven and a half. And I think he works better in that eight position. Why? Because he does track back quite well. He does protect um, the line. He still does some stupid spins, man. He got away with one today. But overall, for me, if I'm saying eight and a half in that last 25 minutes, a six in the first half, what does that bring me to? Like seven, seven and a half. Um, and his and his corner, that one corner cleared the second man and we got a goal from it. Now, there were other corners that hit the first man. We're kind of used to it by now. So I'll give him I'll give him a seven and a half will be my score. Um, you guys have gone seven. OK, I can I can live with the seven sevens acceptable so i'm gonna go seven and a half i probably overweigh in the last 20 minutes more but i kind of I, i'd probably say that's one of his best stints i've seen this season from him to be honest uh what did you guys go seven out of ten uh by the way i think we're going to be doing a fan call in tonight so if you want to get on and have your thoughts especially about this stupid ref um tune in for that probably I think maybe like half eight, something like that. So if you guys are around, you're more than welcome to join us. You don't need a camera. As long as you've got a mic, you can come on and just have the old black screen thing. That's not a problem at all. Okay, let's move forward and talk about Alanga. Oh, he, still, he still frustrates me, but he still has moments of brilliance did i lock up there i'm back so let me repeat i don't know if that came through so he still frustrates me but he still has moments of brilliance 
And his finish was beautiful today. It really was. On his weaker foot, on that right-hand side, where I probably would have started him there and had Origi on the left-hand side. But there's so many times where you're like, bro, just look up, man. Just look up. Just look up and look around and you can create chances. And there was another one where he was through quite late on. Uh, well, I can't remember what the scoreline was, 2-0. But he will come good, but he needs to be coached and developed. But I have to judge him on what I saw today. The finish was good. The overall width that he created wasn't too bad as well. Probably a 7 out of 10 for me today. So I'm going to give him a 7 out of 10. Well, have you guys gone 6.7 for use lot? Uh, let's just get that up. So 7 from me. And then a 6.7 from you guys. See what you guys are saying in the chat. Uh, spells of genius, sublime finish for the goal, says Simon. You just described my missus, says Chris. Um, at least he's been taught the offside drill. True, he wasn't caught offside. That's a point in itself. Forrest could have Scarpa playing in his place, but Cooper managed to send him away, says Bruno. Nuno will bring Alanga on. Shit or bust, says Phil. Didn't stand a chance against the ref. Yep. Bournemouth, eight points clear of us, says Maddie. We're only two points off the drop. It's fine. Don't worry. Don't worry. Nuno will sort us out. Nuno will sort us out. Don't. You're not starting to hit that panic button. The panic button should have been hit about a month ago. But we are where we are right now. We've just got to move on with it. All right. Let's talk about Chris Wood. Chris Wood, for me, was fantastic today. Um, Like, the moment that made my jaw drop wasn't his goal. It was his nutmeg in the first half. What well, what a nutmeg that was. And then it's, with a little bit of pace before it. And, you know, his header was, was solid. His header was solid as well. Um, he brought others into the play. It was probably, to be honest, it was probably, dare I say, his best performance in a Forest shirt. He was good, man. He was good. Let, let's be realistic here. Um, yeah, as Brett says, that nutmeg was sublime. Yeah, clip it. Look, I am still not a Chris Wood fan, yeah? But I will call a decent performance when I say when I see it. And in a Nuno system, he can work because of the width around him. And that's what I say. So I'm going to give Chris Wood, uh, and I think it's well-deserved for me, an 8 out of 10. Good goal, good play in general. Looked, looked more confident as well. Like, there was a bit just after the goal. Um, is there just shoulders out strutting away a, li a little and I kind of like to see this so I'm going to give him an 8 out of 10 you guys give him a 7.3 oh you lot with your Chris Wood agenda seriously man seriously man take your agenda goggles off for a minute and respect a decent performance when you see one 7.3 so quick look what you lot are saying in the chat We've got four goals now. Joint top goal scorer. That is correct. Brett's giving him an eight. Wake up's giving him an eight. I can't get on the wood bandwagon. I'm not on the wood bandwagon, Emma. Don't, don't get me wrong. He's not the solution to our problems, but he performed well today, and you have to call a decent performance when you see it. Is he going to be performing well in the next match? We will have to wait and see. We'll have to wait and see. Okay, let's talk about Origi next. 
Um, I don't think he was too bad. I think, I think like overall he played well. He was on the right wing, um, and had to be sacrificed obviously once um we went down to ten men, which is fair enough. But there was good signs from him, and dare I say, up front he would be decent. Even on the wing, he's not a bad solution. Um, I think I'm gonna give him a a six out of ten. I'm gonna give him a six out of ten. He's still. I feel sorry for him. He's just not getting a run out in this team. Um, and he just can't catch a break, can he? So I'm going to give him a 6 out of 10. But there were good signs there, 100% for me, for Origi. You guys are going 4.9. Wow. Wow. He isn't slow, Emma. He's actually, I think, the third quickest in our squad. Well, I, I guess subjectively speaking, you could be saying our whole squad is slow, but anyway. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna say a six. You guys are harsh, man. 4.9. Okay, let's talk about the substitutions quickly. Um, first one on was Nia Kate, wasn't it? For Bolly. So let's get Nia Kate. Oh shit. Nia Kate. Um, overall, he was decent, but I would still argue that he should have been challenging some of those crosses, especially that third one. I didn't think he challenged in it for me. And it was it was kind of between him and Yates. The man ended up in between them. Um, I don't know. You guys know I have no problem with Nia Kate. Um, but not his best game for me. Not a bad game. There's still mistakes. He's he becomes part of the collective unit for three goals being conceded. I'll I'll give him and plus he was a sub technically. I'm gonna give Neokate a five out of ten. Um for me. I do I do put some of that blame on him for the third goal. We've got to sort out our issues with balls coming in on crosses. We really do. What have you guys gone? You guys have gone a 5.4 on him. Okay, um, let's move on and talk about the next one, Callum Hudson-Odoi. Um, I kind of want to talk more about Hudson-Odoi when we get into Nuno. But he, for me, still doesn't look fully match sharp. And that's why I think he didn't start today. Um, but didn't he make a couple of runs here, a couple of balls he tried to play through. But um, sub rule for me, I think it was a brave substitution and I liked it. I'll give him a 5 out of 10 sub rule. So basically a 6. You guys have gone a 5.3 for Hudson Adoy. And then was there another sub? Um, Aina. Aina and, um, and Danilo came on so late that it's hard to rate them. Let's just bring up what you guys put for them. Uh, I'd, I'd just give them straight fives because they came on really late. Uh, late is the word I'm looking for. So let's see what you guys did with Anar. You went a 4.9, which is basically a 5. Um, I'd probably agree with that. And then Danilo literally got seconds, didn't he? I mean, he's not even on there. So, okay. So let's move on and talk about the manager. The manager. The man himself, Nuno. You know, I was I was actually very impressed um, with a lot of things I saw today from Nuno. A lot of things. Um, firstly, that he went with a back four, 
and that he went ahead with Chris Wood and Origi, brought them both into the team. Um, and then I think the thing that really impressed me the most about him was at halftime, he kind of stuck two fingers up to the officials and said, we're going to go for this. And he made an attacking sub, bringing off Mangala and putting on Callum Hudson-Odoi. Um, and I think, Div, you have added Danilo in after everyone has rated him on program. Chucky, you know your stuff. So um, I, I think I was impressed with that. And also I was impressed with the fact that had, had this been, under, let's just say the previous regime, I don't think we would have gone for it in the style we went for it today. And that for me shows nice signs, nice signs of a man who's thinking about how to win a game. And his, his substitutions were very proactive, in my opinion. Um, as we just mentioned, the key one for me was that Callum Hudson-Odoi for Mangala. I thought it was a really good sub. And then we saw Morgan Gibbs White uh, playing even better. I do agree with Dino. I do agree with him. If uh, we had 11 men, I could see him outsmarting Ariola and getting the substitutions better. Um, look, do I, do I think that, that, I mean, there are people, I've seen it in the chat going, oh, Cooper in, this was, it's the players, it wasn't the manager. I, I would say, cool, that's your opinion, but you're being too reactive. This, this has to take a little bit of time. I mean, two training sessions is nothing. It's absolutely nothing. But tactically, he was very smart. A lot of people, including myself, thought, thought he would go 3-4-3. Three, three. Look, we may see that away to Newcastle in a couple of days. But I, I was impressed with the team's selection. The only question marks I had was obviously Turner. I wouldn't have played Williams in a back four. And I probably would have gone Dominguez instead of Yates. Mangala Dominguez combo. So that would have been it for me. I'm, I'm going to give Nuno a 7 out of 10. Now, you've got to appreciate as well that he's coming into difficult circumstances. I thought the reception he got at the start of the game was really, really good. Um, so I was pleased with that. Um, but yeah, I, I thought the game was entertaining. I'm not going to lie to you. The game was entertaining. And I, although it's stressful, I quite enjoyed the match, to be, to be honest with you guys. I did. Um, I didn't enjoy the result. But the ref is an absolute joke. Let's see what you guys gave him. You guys gave him 6.8, basically the same then a 7. So that's that's good to see. So let's talk about man of the match. So I think we've got a couple of nominations here. If we go by your ratings, let's start a poll for man of the match. So we've got Woods. You guys have rated Morgan Gibbs White quite highly. Um, who else you rated highly? Alanga. And then your third choice would be Williams there, according to your ratings. So those are your four candidates based on your votes there, unless you overvoted for subs, I can't remember. So get your votes in for your man of the match. Who are you guys going for? And Wood is in a clear, clear lead right now, which is good to see. I mean, I'll tell you who I think it is in just a second. Let's have a look at the votes. So keep those votes coming in. 70% currently with Christopher Wood. 11%, 16, 17, 16 with Morgan Gibbs White. Elanga's got 7% of the vote and Williams has 9% of the vote. Chris Wood drops down to 69%, now to 68 as Morgan Gibbs White makes a quick late comeback. I'll leave the voting open for another 10 seconds or so. Get those votes in as quick as you can. 
Wood on 66%. Morgan Gibbs White now up to 20%. 6% for Alanga and 9% for Nico Williams. As they come into the final furlong, who is going to be your man of the match? Going once, going twice. Your man of the match for Forest 2, Bournemouth 3 is none other than with 62% of the vote, Chris Wood. And I would wholeheartedly agree with that. So plenty to discuss. I'm going to go watch the Arsenal game now. We will do a call in probably about half eight tonight where we'll get your thoughts in the call. What did you think of the refereeing? What did you think of the game? What did you think of Nuno, of the players? We'll get, we'll get into all of that. There'll be a grumpy old Reds tomorrow as well. Before you leave here, please don't forget to hit that like button. Look, I didn't enjoy the result, but there was definite signs there that I can see that things will be moving in a positive direction. We'll see you tonight at 8.30 for your thoughts on the game. And until then, make sure you like and subscribe. Come on, you Reds. Sports Social Podcast Network.